0: And welcome to Widdicombe, Webb and Wobberts. My name is Emma Webb and I'm your host. And I'm here today with the former Shadow Home Secretary, Anne Widdicombe, and comedian, Abby Wobberts. <laughs> <laughs> and you can contact us throughout the show where we'll be taking your questions and comments. Uh, you can send them to us via the live stream or through email at contact at newcultureforum.org.uk. Or you can tweet us at hashtag NCFWWW. So this week, we have an awful lot to talk about. Um, We have seen those pesky protesters on the M25, uh, ruining people's lives and stopping people from getting to hospital. We've also seen another mad descent, if you can believe that it's possible, in the gender debate into even rougher waters. Uh, We're also going to be discussing the state of art in the age of identity politics and whether policing is threatening our free speech, as well as updates around the case of Shumwimer Begum. So that's a lot to get through. Um, So let's start with Extinction Rebellion. Do you think that climate protesters have gone too far?
1: Well, they've been going too far for rather a long time. I think it's not a question of have they gone too far, it's have the police gone anywhere at all? (laughs) <laughs> uh, because I have, as I comment uh, in my express column tomorrow, I don't know when the police became so utterly feeble and hopeless that they mm. go up to a group of people who are obstructing a road on which emergency vehicles are travelling, and the, the latest is that some poor soul had a stroke. It took her son six hours to get through. Uh, th- this demonstration, uh, and by that time she was paralysed because you need to deal with strokes very quickly. Um, and yet, the police do nothing. Now, the Home Secretary did kick them into some sort of action on Friday, but it wasn't much. Uh, and my view is very straightforward they need to be arrested, they need to be charged, and they need to be given a lot of hours of unpaid community service.
0: So the ca- yeah. the counter argument has been that they are entitled to protest, yes, they they're expressing their free speech. But what they're they doing are. is you say they're shutting they down are. critical infrastructure, which is something that Extinction Rebellion and this this group is actually called Insulate Britain. So they're actually this. Sounds like this a British woman, gas advert, isn't well, it? Well, so this, Britain. this this lady Mad. who suffered a stroke and is now avoid she w- it was avoidable. She wouldn't have been paralyzed if she'd have been able to get to hospital within mm. ninety minutes, but instead was stuck on the M twenty five for six whole hours. Um, And there was also another woman in her 50s who had to be airlifted to hospital after a multi-vehicle crash that they were saying was because all of this traffic was backed up on the M25. Mm. Um, Ironically, apparently, there was a thermal engineer stuck in there who was on his way to to insulate (laughs) people's homes. Oh, the irony. So they're doing this because they think that the government should insulate everyone's homes and in the process causing chaos for everyone's lives. But Extinction Rebellion for a very long time Mm. have been doing things that are criminal. Things like yeah. digging up the lawn of Trinity yeah. College, Cambridge, and dumping it outside of a bank, vandalising people's they buildings, don't pay any price, do they? and the police yeah. just seem to they stand by and price. do nothing, as just as they did during the Black Lives Matter protests. It's so very
2: strange. The police seem to—it's it's okay for some people to protest, but but not others. And no. I would say, I would actually say, this isn't protest. Um, being on public highways and stopping ambulances and cars getting through. Um, this is—they um, are—they're a terrorist organisation because they are, they are inflicting damage on our country when we're already on our knees. After the whole, all the coronavirus restrictions, um, so um, the police, unless they get tough, I mean, they were, then they were offering them a cup of tea. These yeah. people, these people were glued to the tarmac. <laughs> they it, sounded more, was, they
0: saying, it sounded more you know, like, like they were on a school trip. Yeah, like if there's anything yeah, that we can do to we help, on a cruise. But what yeah, are yeah, they absurd.
1: doing for the people who are held up and who get exactly?
0: What are they doing for those people? all of that footage of people having to take it into their own hands, and then the police going and treating the people who had intervened in a more heavy-handed way than oh, they, when always they were treating do the protesters. oh they always
1: do yeah and uh, they'll always say you know you must leave that to the police but the police don't do anything that's why yeah. people take the law in. their own hands but why do you hands.
0: think this is is it politicized policing or is oh, it definitely. just because they don't oh, yes. know what to yes. do they well, don't
1: they don't know what they the... do know what to do but they don't do it because you know they are now so politically correct yeah. i mean it is worth saying that there are some very brave officers who do lose their lives in in, in the cause of protecting the public um, it's worth saying that, but nevertheless the the mass of the police force now, wherever you look in whichever part of the country, is just dominated by political correctness instead yeah. of by common sense and the protection of the public, which is what they're supposed to be about. It's, I thought
2: it's really absurd. it's like six form or sort of you know, yeah, sort of six form politics has taken over everything. remember they used to be on the fringes, these people largely, mm-hmm. you know the, the the climate sort of, the climate change thing has become now a central, has become almost like a mainstream view because yeah. all the others, and I, I know you feel strongly about yeah. this, all the other views about the fact that maybe the planet's cooling, solar activity has been completely excluded from the argument. So this has now become almost like, a, so, well, it must be right Did you because see, everyone's um, saying.
0: On Good Morning Britain, Richard Maidley challenging one of these protesters yes. by reading out the definition of fascism. fascism because, yes. because, yeah, because and he right. had a point, and this is, so, I mean. Ex- a policy exchange released a report. I think it was last year, maybe in the year before, questioning whether Extinction Rebellion were an extremist group because mm. they have this apocalyptic worldview where they think that the, all of their actions, ha, even if they're criminal, are justified because the end of the world is nigh. Mm. And it's this sort of, um, if you saw that they, um, it's just so outrageous, uh, like a sort of bourgeois apocalypticism that they did a, they did a whip round for one of these businesses that they had closed down as a you know, result of the protest. Yeah. And the guy who owned the business refused to take it, but it was just such a brilliant display of the class difference. This, mm. this very posh sounding guy trying to hand their money over to this, you know, just working guy who runs a cafe. I'm surprised they even
2: recognise somebody who worked for a living. The but Tabithas is, and Tarquins are there, also, you know. Let's all. I mean, but it's it's, it's an it's insult absurd to their pride. And also, CO two. You know, I, I don't know if you saw yesterday. The um, there's there's a wor- serious worry about packaging meat because yes. CO two is needed oh. to package meat.
1: CO two has been the enemy. CO two, like, Suddenly, We haven't got enough what's, of it. What's wrong with CO two? Exactly. What
2: is probably getting me number one, and nobody can find it anywhere. Hmm. I wonder. Can we? I mean, it's it's bizarre. It's like, what's wrong with carbon? What's wrong with CO2? I mean, we we isn't everything made out of carbon. Am I I'm wrong in saying that. I think we are. Yeah. I think even we're made of carbon. So I mean, I think it's just it is lo- it's, it's loony. It's we're, we're you know we're the what's the word? The lunatics have taken over the asylum.
0: Just quickly to go back to the mm. um, sorts of people who were involved themselves in this protest. I don't know if you saw the description um, in some of the news reportings of the job, the careers. One of them's a puppeteer. Uh, there's a vegan <laughs> vegan business coach. As um, you just you couldn't make enough. An organic farmer apparently who compares himself to Mahatma Gandhi. Uh, so Chris Sounds from Great Harrison at all. can with them. On the subject of what to do about these protesters, Chris from Plymouth uh, has said, "Police should use water cannons to move these protesters."
2: I think soap will be good. <laughs> just to just, just, shower them with some with some soap But some
0: we, got rid of our, we got rid of the water cannons anyway, that wasn't there some. Well, well, Boris... Well, Theresa May
1: got rid of the water cannons. Boris ordered some for London <laughs> uh, to, to deal with just this sort of situation. Uh, and Theresa May ordered <laughs> him uh, to stand them all down. The thing
2: is, though, I just think I shouldn't laugh, but the problem with water, ca- water cannons when people have glued themselves is, if you <laughs> aim a water cannon at someone who's, who's glued, it's it's not going to end very well because they're just. Definitely, I mean, you know, do you need some yeah, yeah. some solvent uh, well, to get rid of? <laughs> I can't believe we have this discussion. The whole the whole thing is such
0: clownery that you, I you say water yeah. cannons and I think clown cannons firing
2: someone in a cannonball, you know, yeah. some kind of circus oh. act on the M25. It's lunacy, and what's this got to do with? I mean, it's, it's you know, it's strange. You know, when I hear, we hear someone say um, climate change denier the climate's been changing for yeah. you know millions of years why, why are we, we that, we that don't phrase a
1: debate we exactly. don't hear, the we don't hear it the other side of it it's quite extraordinary so one of the reasons i'm convinced is that there is now so much money mm. invested in yeah, university research departments and in, in yeah. other uh, research areas so much money invested in climate mm. change you know that it would actually cause uh, a lot of people um, to uh, suffer a lot of loss. Exactly. If, if yeah, the, the little the, boy the debate really got underway. Exactly.
2: If the little boy said, "I emperor's don't think that got emperor's, no emperor's got, got no clothes yeah. on." Yeah, you're right. We've got
0: two comments here. One from uh, Mark who says, how many people missed family funerals, flights and other important events? And Connor from Sandbank Mm. says, what about pregnant women rushing to hospital to give birth? I'm ashamed at our weak police. There's also another comment here from Sally from Margate who said that um, if our police were as tough as they are in other countries, many of these privileged middle-class protesters would likely stay at home. So,
1: you know... But what's wrong with the very basic principle that we all used to subscribe to, which is nobody is above the law? What's wrong with that? Why are these people suddenly above the law? But is there another element to this as well that
0: now protesters have this such a such degree of hubris Mm. that they think that their cause is more it's it's such an emergency that because we live in a society now where emergency justifies almost anything Mm. um that they think well it's such an emergency it doesn't matter those pregnant women you know this is just collateral damage because the world is about to end and the problem is a lot of the
2: police with their rainbow their rainbow cars etc also believe that that's Mm. the problem they they' they've been they're they're not acting in a sort of in in, in a an unbiased way by sort of treating everyone yeah. sort of you know uh, to do with the law they're they're looking at things in an ideal ideological mm-hmm. way which oh you know where that where that leads to you know
0: while we're on the subject of policing or the Lack of. <laughs> yeah. Um, you may have also seen this week Norfolk Police. Um, there was a Norfolk Norfolk policeman who was having a conversation with what I assume from the video was a, one of his an relatives. An anti an anti abortion. To... Uh, an anti. Sorry, sorry Norfolk. Norfolk incest joke, joke there, Abby. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um Nor- norfolk poli- Norfolk policeman um who was explaining if you I don't know if you saw the video explaining to this uh, anti-abortion protester that uh, holding his banner being offensive making offensive remarks in a protest yeah. was equivalent to assault equivalent to punching what someone the in banner the face actually say? i don't know, know what so, the but said. you could tell from the video that it was something mm. to do with abortion and the guy on the other side was like and um, protesting peacefully mm. and being very reasonable and what was interesting about this which also relates to the climate protesters and so on is that the subjectivity of this policeman mm. he, he was just stating his own opinion as if his own opinion was the law and he was saying that the, the the guy who was protesting said well what if I am offended by the blue checks on your uniform and the policeman said well that would be ridiculous
2: <laughs> yeah
0: and you, but you could see that for, you know from what he was saying he was just saying because I think that it's that, that what you're saying is offensive he said that um, that it could t- trigger trauma And that we we live in a society now where where you know that your words could trigger trauma and that is Mm. equivalent to punching someone in the face.
2: My God, China must be looking at us and absolutely, they must be laughing their heads off. You know, with us navel-gazing about... Words equal violence, so, so will
0: the Russians and
2: and the Russians, yes, and Iran.
0: But it's but from a policing perspective. Surely <clears throat> this is total chaos because nobody, nobody really know. The policemen don't even seem to know what the law is. Well, they don't. And the police are selectively policing. We've I seen mean, the, selective the policing. The judges have now.
1: said in terms, you know, nobody has the right not to be offended. I mean, that is Causing yeah, offence is not an offence. I as a judgement. Yeah, and yet, the police don't seem to have absorbed that. Yeah, but is, but this, is, this, is this a
0: problem with the policemen themselves, the policemen on the ground? The institution. Or is they're... it a problem with the yeah. bosses in the police? It's, that, the, pro- it's are the problem. They, that they're not what? adequately trained to even understand what the law I is. I think it's the
1: police college and the yeah, training yeah. that's there. It's common, yeah. common
2: purpose has a lot yeah. to answer for, this little, you know, n- the Marxist tentacles, you know, going through the sort of third way, the th- you know, the the long march, going, little tentacle- tentacles going through, which includes things like words equal violence. Mm-hmm. And as, if you hear that often enough, you'll believe, you, you, you believe it. And, I think you that, and that's what happens. the
0: police misrepresenting the law like they did when they had that big slogan yes. on the back of a bus where they said mm-hmm. uh, uh, being offensive is an offence or something that, to that, that effect. Was like
1: actually not the law. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Exactly. They're, they're sort of rewriting it in their own image. I mean, I, I think I said a few months ago, we are in sort of Maoist, very stra- you know, but strange this, territory here It's this plague, us.
0: the plague of subjectivity, because, like, with the college, you mentioned the College of Policing. Yeah. They yeah. are a, an unaccountable quango that came up with an entirely new category of mm. recording of non-crime hate incidents, yeah. which was what ha- the policeman Harry Miller mm. had on his record with the famous police mm. phoning him up and saying they were going to check his sinking. Yeah. Um, that, that they're recording these non-crime incidents. I thought you said, incidents. check his
2: sinking for a minute. <laughs> Harry, are you, <laughs> are you, are you, are you there? <laughs> All you can hear is this bob, the bubbling down the phone. Sorry, yeah, check his thinking, not his... Check whether he's sinking. Yeah, so
0: they, they've created this entire category of reporting. This is not something that Parliament has agreed. Mm. But yet, it's something that can go on your record and show up in an advanced DBS check. It just seems as if the police have forgotten what the police are supposed to do. You like, think slow-
1: that well, exactly. slogan has become overused? That we live in a free society. That's what they've forgotten,
0: and we're sure we do anymore.
1: Well, maybe not. But what they mm. have forgotten is that they are supposed to be policing mm-hmm. on the basis that we live. In a free society, yes, um, and 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 that just does not apply now. And it's not only in policing; it doesn't mm. apply anywhere. And unless yes. your views match state orthodoxy, uh, you know, um, you're going to be penalised for having them. Yeah. And I don't believe any citizen uh, should have a record of any sort unless it has been imposed by a court.
0: But is yeah. is this a problem? Not just to do with the police, but also to do with the culture around yeah, law. It's, it's like in all keep, institutions. We've now. been seeing for years and years this over this habit of over legislating, legislating for things where there is already legislation in place. Or the even the Scottish hate crime bill is a perfect example mm. of this. The idea that you can and it's very Orwellian that you can legislate people's hearts and minds. So, like with the Scottish hate crime bill, and now with the proposals in Northern Ireland for a similar hate crime bill, mm. they w- want to. Um, to bring in legislation that will, as they put it, make Scotland a nicer place, make Scotland a better place. But the implication of that is that they want to moderate your speech, <laughs> with the intention to moderate your thought. That's to the, suppress whole, your speech. Well, the whole and yes. it, it is Orwellian yes. in the in the in the it deepest, is. most basic sense, because the whole point is that they want to try and make people think more nicely. Yeah. Yeah. They're trying to affect. I tell you thoughts. who's to blame for
2: this, Julian Middleton who started Common Purpose, the daughter of a Marxist, then she became a Marxist. And this has been going on for 25, maybe more years, yeah. where, and these, they do courses that you go on, and that all, this is this is what it's led to, is, is a total re reimagining but, but of what society. Well, oh, she's one of the people. I...
1: What I don't get is this, and I really don't get this. The vast majority of the population are where you and I are on this. They want <laughs> yeah. free speech. Uh, they believe that as long as you're not you know, committing any crime, yeah. you can hold what opinions you like, and and providing you don't do it in a way which generates violence, you can state yes. those opinions. And if yeah. you go out and you do any public opinion poll, people want free speech. That's right. And yet, the establishment, the whole of the establishment, mm. is conspiring to prevent free speech yes. and even free thought if only it could
2: yeah.
0: how how
1: intentional do you think it is though is it just
0: sleepwalking into it because our uh, there's this cult this well, culture is with the, so, well, the institutions oh no it's uh, deliberate so i think if, I, I mean in scotland i mean i think it's probably quite deliberate i think that's yeah. what they're intending to do but do you think that it's just, it's a change in culture it's something in the zeitgeist I think
1: it's it a I think it varies. I yeah. think sometimes you're right. I think it, it, it's it, it was started a way, way back, didn't it? But, but I also think that there is an awful lot of sleepwalking that people are just absorbing a message. This is nice, and that's not. Mm-hmm. You know, and we'll always have what's nice, and we we can't hear uh, mm. from what's not nice. Uh, and and I think people have sleptwalked into it. But you know, we've got a government. Uh, we've got a government now. What is it going to do? And the answer yeah. at the moment seems to be nothing.
2: And also, the government are all common-purposed up to the hilt as well. It's got, it's got everywhere. It's infected everything, this whole, you know, which is one of their things in Common Purpose. I only know because my late husband knew a lot about it and sort of he worked in government and he saw the effect of it. But um, one of their, their, their sort of mantras is, is act beyond your authority.
1: Mm-hmm. And,
2: and, and again, if you hear that yeah. often enough, it doesn't matter who you are. I mean, yeah. um, look at someone like Cressida Dick. Or Sadiq Khan, for that well, matter. This is a point that Acting goes all the, way,
0: all the way back to you know John Stuart Mill and what the limits of the state should be. It seems mm. that every single institution no longer knows what that institution's purpose is. They don't yes. see themselves as part of a delicate ecosystem where each part has a function. They keep trying to go beyond that remit. Like I was saying with exactly. over legislators... Acting beyond the your government institutions no longer know what they're supposed to be doing they don't know what their limits are they don't recognize the importance of their limits for protecting mm. people's freedom yeah because they think that they can just expand and expand and expand more and more into people's lives and into their heads
2: yes and the sort of feelings matter more than facts mm-hmm. you know the fact that I'm sort of really mm. upset
0: Patricia, it, from, uh, Patricia yeah, from Bournemouth says Poli- policemen need to be reminded of the playground rhyme, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Indeed. Whatever happened yeah. to that? I remember that from primary school. That's a mantra that I still live Sticks by. and
2: stones may break my bones, but you can always find something to offend a feminist. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I quite like. Classic Peter We've just Lloyd. lost Patricia from Citation Bournemouth. Citation has, Peter It's <laughs> logged off.
0: <laughs> yeah. uh, we've also got a comment here from um, Max from... Um, Edge bastard. I hope I'm saying that correctly. Yes, um, you are. I find the policeman's stupidity to be offensive. Can I ask for him to be charged with assault, please?
1: <laughs> for his actions, they should be charged with dereliction of duty. Yes, a whole lot of them. Exactly. So
0: another another subject that has been in the news a lot over the past couple of weeks has been developments in the tr- <laughs> in the gender debate. Oh. Um, oh. So. <laughs> <laughs> yes, as I'm sure this will please you. Yesterday, the Court of Appeal overturned the High Court judgment from December uh, mm. last year that f- in the Keira Bell case. Yeah. Keira Bell is this um, lady who uh, she transitioned to being a boy and then yeah. transitioned, detransitioned back. back, and feels that the medical. Uh, establishment has become politicised she did all that as a young teenager Yeah, and so now she is incredibly brave um, incredibly brave woman took this to the high court the high court found in in her favour that uh, hormone blockers shouldn't be, puberty blockers shouldn't be given to children under the age of 16 because of consent issues and this was then challenged in the court of appeal the court of appeal has overturned the judgment Mm. stonewall is very happy obviously um and so there but there have been a number of different um you know news coming out about this in the last couple of days um even you know another example of why kira bell is so brave because women who do speak out about these sorts of things do get a lot of vitriol. Um, to say the Rosie least. Duffield, who's a Labour MP, has actually had to, dis- it was reported uh, yesterday that she's not um, going to be going to the Labour Party conference because her safety can't be uh, ensured because she's received so many threats after she posted a, a tweet saying mm. that um, only women have a cervix. Um, and she's been quite clear she is she she's fine with trans rights and all of that and um gay rights and so but on but she stated a fact but she is in no, favor and actually kind of so, so yeah terrible what yeah. i think, about my feelings what i think is really important about this is that Rosie Duffield um did if you remember she did a speech in parliament a I really do. emotional speech mm. i was choked up by it when mm. she was talking about how she had been a victim of domestic abuse now she thinks rightly i think that women's only spaces, sex, based on biological sex, should be protected.
1: Of course they should. In the
0: case of
2: toilets and prisons
0: and, irrelevant to her case, refuges for women who have been victims of domestic abuse.
1: Absolutely. But what what is me, is going back to your your Kira Bell case, is we've now abandoned the principle of protecting children. Mm -hmm. I mean, a child of 10 or 12 cannot take a decision in the same way uh, that a young person of 17 or 18 can. I mean, they just can't. It is impossible in terms of of, of development. And yet we've lost now the idea that, A, you protect the children, uh, B, um, you need parental consent Mm. before a child can take any sort of decision that an adult would normally take. Mm. We've lost it. We've lost it completely, and it's all about rights mm. and actually a child's first right is to be protected by the grown-up one yes mm. that is a child's first right
2: and they have just started rolling out experimental vaccines for children aged age 12 and it's going to go lower and lower and lower i mean honestly if this was back in the you know 1918 and the titanic all all the blokes would be getting on the it'd be like women and children would be going down with the ship that's that's how much it's changed
0: we're seeing the undermining of parental consent in all sorts of areas i mean obviously just there's stuff around vaccines where there was like well parental consent will be sought but we might override it if the child wants it and they disagree with their parents so that's sort of not really parental consent being sought in any meaningful yeah. way well, if, but, yeah. we've, but also with the new guidance in scotland um that was issued For schools that um, they don't, schools don't need to get parental consent or even tell the parents Mm. if their child wants to identify and socially transition um, by identifying using other pronouns, being a, if they're a girl, being a boy in school. That The the parents don't even have to be consulted about this.
1: I mean, what are parents for? You know, yeah. they are supposed to be the guides, the, the authority, guides, the role models, and and the ones who are responsible. And if their yeah. children don't go to school, they yeah. are responsible. Yeah. Um, but if they want to take a view on, on what a child is taught, mm. Mm. Um, then suddenly, you know, they're completely sidelined, and we've that's undermined parental completely. That's another.
2: That's another thing the Marxists have done. Thanks to common purpose, have bro- the family unit has mm. totally has broken down. So that what you're seeing now is you're seeing parents who are sort of. Want more, they want to be a ch- the child's friend, and they're sort of you know, with yeah. a rainbow coloured hair, as opposed to saying, Learn your times table, you know, be- behave, get educated, you know, be ha- have, a- have a happy life. It's all, and that's and that's that's it's, it's, all, it's, Russo's it's all gone. Fault. It's all Rousseau. <laughs> God, all how Russo's. far are we going? <laughs> it's all <laughs> Rousseau, damn him, and his romanticism. But, um, yes, I think I, I think there's a lot, there's a lot of you know, neo Marxist stuff in here,
0: but the, I think so as a comment here from uh, Gemma from Middlesbrough, uh, who says that many of these kids are gay, not trans. Uh, They're confused teens discovering their sexuality. So there are issues around their, from a gay rights perspective, there are gay rights activists who are concerned about that particular point. But also, it's, for me, it seems like from the news over the last couple of days, it's less about the trans side of the debate, and it's become more about Protecting sex-based rights because you can't have women's rights unless you recognise biological Biological sex. sex. It's not possible. Um, And And there are gay
2: men being thrown under the bus by these dreadful people who are saying there's no such thing as same-sex attraction. I mean, it literally is like we again, there's a war on reality. mm -hmm. Was what's happened?
0: Well, you know, and there's (laughs) also a war on the dictionary because Natalie Bird I don't know if you've heard of uh, Natalie Bird she's a member of the free sp- <laughs> she's a member free of the free speech union um, she's a liberal democrat yeah. and she's been banned from standing for office for 10 years because she wore a t-shirt that said woman adult human female mm. which is the dictionary banned definition the banned, banned by, by the the Unliberal Um, (laughs) anti-Democrats. And Ed Davey, the leader of the Liberal Democrats, went on the Andrew Marr show, and when he was questioned about why this was a problem, and I think Andrew Marr did a really good job of questioning him on it, um, he said the reason why is because the phrase, he said, quote, this is the dictionary definition, doesn't really encapsulate the debate. A trans woman is a woman. A trans man is
2: a man. Which is just nonsense. Again, what... what? (laughs) Ed, Dave, these people, what are they doing? They're aiding and abetting, aren't they? The the lunacy. That's what... I mean, you're right, Anne. It's like, where are the people that are saying, no, no, we're not going to be doing this anymore? But it's
1: not only that. I mean, you are now not allowed to have an opinion in the Liberal Party. Yeah. You're now not allowed to have an opinion, on a matter of fact...
2: Yes.
0: ...within the Liberal Party. But how can it be that the dictionary definition is something that could exclude you from running for the Liberal Democrats. It just doesn't make any sense. Another another um, thing in the news this week, a brilliant article in the Express, about Gillian Phillip, the children's author, who mm. stood up for JK Rowling on Twitter. Yeah. She was chucked out by her publisher, um, and she has retrained as a HGV driver, <laughs> and she says, as a woman it's who better. form a very small proportion of HGV drivers, um, that it's a far more tolerant industry than mm. publishing. And it just seems, you yeah. know, day after day, there are so many um, cases of these are just women who are standing up for women's rights, their yeah. right to to, yeah. to, to sex same-sex yeah. spaces yeah. which i think the majority of women in the
1: country would agree with you I'm can't sure They do yeah
0: it's the only way to women fought and you know yeah.
1: how do you, you have a biological man in a woman's refuge yes how can you yes what sort of safety does that give the woman? But there's an element yes. of heartlessness exactly. about or it or as or well. hospital
2: wards. like hospital particularly wards well.
1: particularly in the case of rosie duffield
0: it's yeah. just heartless to i think given her experiences of domestic abuse there's just mm. something heartless well, it's about like saying JK, to women, no, you're not allowed
2: to have And J.K. JK sex. And J.K. Rowling Refuge. had exactly the same experience, and that's one of the things that she... I mean, I was. I, I tweeted support for J.K. Rowling last year. My God, was that a mistake? My agent dropped me because I... I mean, quite subtly dropped me. I, mean, I just didn't return any of mm-hmm. my calls. Because I'd come out in support of J.K. Rowling. and what she said and and supporting reality, the mm. reality of biological sex, I mean, it's but if just that
1: can happen to J K. Rowling. be yeah, big, exactly big, 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 yeah, you know what is it like for little Mr. and Mrs. Ordinary? Precisely.
2: Mm who suddenly um, find, you know, that, that they've lost their job at, at Asda or, you know, yeah. Marks and Spencers. And they're sorry, I'm not I'm not um, advocating, you know, sorry, that's not product placement. <laughs> Just the first you things know. I could think of. Um, and uh, yeah, what recourse? To, because then if they go to their, you know, the H.R., the H.R. people are going to say, well, you shouldn't really have said, said it. Yeah. So there's nobody. You're right. There's no there's no recourse.
1: And people are being punished for, you know, things they've tweeted at the age of 13 or 14. Yes. Mm -hmm. And they're now adults, you know, and probably take a slightly different line, or may take a slightly different line, Yeah. but they can still actually lose their jobs or be suspended or whatever it is for something they said... Blacklisted. ...when they were 13 or 14. And it's always the classic that that it's usually the people who are actually on the left that are the ones that get attacked
0: and and mobbed, because I guess it's the sort of classic, what was it, that all um, well said that communists hate socialists even more than they hate
2: capitalists. Or something was, yes, like yeah, exactly. That.
0: but there's something there's something in that that they always go for, for they're, they're going for feminists, they're going for people who are more traditionally on the left.
2: Mm, because nobody can be pure enough. These people are so obsessed with ideology, but the ideology has to be pure and and, and like Anne said there's, there's no room for for disagreement. In the Liberal Party, which you you're meant to the the Liberal Party, Party. which is um yes, so so we're yeah. Isn't it strange
0: that if when Tim Tim Farron was obviously done away with from Mm. the Lib Dems because of his views on abortion, have he held traditional religious views on subjects like abortion? Yeah. Um, and it was incompatible with his Christian faith to be a leader of the Liberal Democrats. Now, those pro-abortion activists presumably would be doing so from campaigning they would say from a feminist perspective mm. so how bizarre that now we're at a point where the liberal democrat the whole thing is just so fudged none of it makes any sense no. it's all it's such a mess
2: i call it sort of moral moral gymnastics if these people went to the olympics they would aim or they, they would they would win on the the, the sort of the the contortion, the gy- the contortion. Yeah. yes exactly the woke gymnastics
0: but how, how do you think that history is going to judge this? How do you think
1: that... Because like, if you were with trying to imagine I'm picking I mean, this in hindsight... With mm. disbelief, I With think. disbelief. Yeah. With total disbelief. Mm. I mean, I think it's going to get a lot worse before it gets better. Yeah. And I had thought, and I was quite wrong about this, but I had thought that when the COVID crisis started, because for the first time since the Second World War, we had something actually real that was disrupting our way of life and we had something to actually worry about... Something mm. real to worry about. That we wouldn't have any patience with all this yes. uh, other stuff. Yeah, and yet it's gone the other way completely. Mm-hmm. And and somehow I was I was one of those mugs before. who wagered <laughs> incorrectly we on thought, that. Thank,
2: almost I almost thought, like thank goodness for coronavirus.
1: I thought it'll it make was make
0: us. I thought it was the make end a of madness. Sense of proportion. I was very yep. wrong. <laughs> it was yes. not so
1: was
0: I. So was I. Yeah. <laughs> um, another thing. Um, that has been reported this week is, uh, again, more guidance for schools in Scotland. It seems to be something that is happening a lot in Scotland. Um, For schools in Dumfries and Galloway, uh, a new guide for primary school teachers um, and pupils aged 9 to 11 um, on how to use inclusive pronouns and the difference between gender, (laughs) biological sex. Um, And interestingly, in the article about this, it said that Two hundred pupils seek support to transition in Scotland every year. Two hundred—that is very high.
2: It's the adults who—who it's—it's child abuse essentially. I really think it's like if you want to be a crazy adult, go and do it in your own time. Go and have your own island, but don't inflict it on on young people because that's what's happening, isn't it? It's—it's it's, it's the the weird the ideology of the kind of fringe is now. Is now being imposed but on the, the next from generation. Their, their perspective. Exactly. We've
1: forgotten, isn't isn't it? As, as I said yeah. earlier on, you know, a child's first right is to be protected yeah. by yes. the grown up world.
2: Yeah. From, oh, from their perspective,
0: though, they would say that they're doing it out of compassion. Because if Stonewall, when Stonewall were commenting on this, um, mm. this Court of Appeal judgment, they said um, that, and not that I'm i Am not at, certainly not advocating for Stonewall's view here, but just to to put it to you, mm-hmm. um, they said that the previous ruling left young people in limbo without vital healthcare support. So it's being framed as this is a healthcare thing rather than it being viewed as an issue to do with the safeguarding of children. Because the argument, mm. of course, is that children don't know what they what they're consenting to. And Kira Bell's argument is that these are children who are being put on a pathway towards sterilization, mm. which is the consequence
1: of taking these hormones. I think it's
2: Munchausen's Munchhausen's by proxy. I, mean, I think we, it's what it is. We,
1: we have enough cases in the adult world of people who've transitioned and who then uh, transition back again Yes, uh, because they've yeah. got it wrong. Now if adults can get it wrong, how much more likely is it that children are going to get it wrong? It's so how much more likely?
2: It's like inflicting, I'm going to sound very old fashioned now, it's like inflicting a perversion on young minds rather than focusing on being free climbing trees you know experimenting with who they are adults have gone tell you what we're going to put all our neuroses onto you little jimmy or little you know
1: and you can take adult decisions. That's what we're you, can take all you can take yeah. adult decisions yeah take adult decisions now you know no child should ever be expected to take an adult decision but again this, this is, is rousseau again
0: though isn't it because it's the idea that the, the children it's like child led learning the idea that that mm. the children should be leading the way because they know better than we do the tyranny the of Greta children <laughs> It's
2: the I can't Greta. believe I just said that. Effect yeah, the Greta now. effect exactly. Let's choose, and also let's choose a little little Greta, um, bless her. A, a sort of like a little um, yes, she's being used for adult. Um, what's the word? Um, uh, uh, for pushing sort of crazy ideas. I know. Let's use a child as the poster for this.
1: In, with, with well, this she whole, wouldn't see it like that. No, she, no, of she, course not. She wouldn't see it like that at No, all. she she would say that she feels very strongly about this anyway. You of know? course, because she's been so she brainwashed. Um, well, I mean, there's, there's an awful lot of brainwashing going on. Yeah. But, but I, yeah. I, I just think in, in, in terms of the trans stuff, you know, you cannot expect children who barely know what sex is... Yes. It's, to, yeah. uh, ..to take it's horrible. really major decisions of mm. that order of magnitude. Yeah.
2: And the socialists, on our right and saying the left are, are, are really... weird how they're connected with this. Because was it Harriet Harman with a, with a paedophile information you know, age, whatever it's called, I was going to say agency, that's the wrong word, P-I-E, you know, yeah. they, she, they, they, they pushed a lot of that, you know, that sort of thing of like, oh, well, you know, if you know, ch- children are sort of fair game, and they're not, they should never be in a civilised society. I don't think they
1: would have put it that way, but I, no. I, I think, and to be fair to them, I don't think they would ever have put it that way. Uh, But I think that what was happening was they were pushing a liberal agenda. Yes, yes. Seeing it as a matter of morality rather than a matter of child protection. Do you think that there's an element to this of,
0: of confusion? That generally the British public are nice, good, decent people who want to be kind. And so there are some who have a kind of radical gender ideology or any other sort of more radical ideology. And if they present it as being the new way to be nice then people mm. are too frightened to se- to speak against it because they don't want to be
1: viewed as but being unkind. speaking mm. against it in their own homes. They're speaking yeah. against it in conversations yes. in the pub. They're speaking against it. They're very chary about speaking against mm. it on social media because mm. they know what can happen. Yeah. But people are um, muttering. Um, yeah. And that's why I'm glad that we now have got we've We've got a little clutch of initiatives on free speech. You, you've got Toby Young, for yeah. example, in his free speech union. Um, and and so that there is some sort of pushback, but it's nothing like enough. No, and won't be until Mr and Mrs Ordinary feel they yep. can say what they think.
2: Yeah, I mean I had a, a conversation with a very well known comedian the other day, f- a female comedian, um, household name, about this stuff, and she said, "Well, I would, you know, I would say things, but I I, I sort of worry that I well, 'Well, don't worry, <laughs> you're a, you're you're in a position to to say things.'" You know, a comedian anyway. can
1: get away with more than most. Well, yeah, so exactly. before
2: yeah. I...
0: Yeah. I can't believe I'm going to say this. Before I segue onto an even more controversial subject... <laughs> even more, um, I just want to uh, mention Mark, who says, it's becoming hell on earth, um, and to thank you, Mark, um, for your super chat. So, onto a more controversial subject. <laughs> the English touring opera oh. It was reported this week have dropped 14 musicians white from their musicians. orchestra because of a diversity drive. So these are white musicians from the ages of, um, I think it's uh, 55 to 60. I may be getting that, no, those numbers wrong. Um, mm. But they've dropped 14 musicians in this diversity drive um, straight after the pandemic. They won't be going on the next tour. Um, and everybody is quite roundly uh, criticizing this and condemning it as racist.
1: Well, it is racist. Yeah. Um, it is absolutely racist. Mm. Uh, if racial equality means that we're all treated equally, then those musicians have been treated unequally. Yes. Uh, and it, I mean, I actually say in my uh, uh, express call tomorrow, uh, I say that I think the ETO has hit a wrong note. <laughs> and
2: that is exactly what I do. Think. Very nice. Wah, 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 wah. In
0: the same in the same vein, it was also reported this week that a Royal Holloway music professor has quit over concerns about the turn that music education is taking, yeah. um, and his concern that the faculty would stop teaching Beethoven and Wagner. Why? Um, and we've seen this before. Sorry, why are they stopping? Teaching? Oh, because um, it's. Not
1: colonialist well
0: it well in this instance Sorry, because music. because yes. they wrote music in the time of empire and if you remember actually the british library were mm. talking about removing the busts of beethoven and mendelssohn because they were Somehow centering white supremacism. I'm just paraphrasing Aww. the sort of thing I imagine they would say. Um, but this has become a real thing in classical music. Mm. The and Abby, you are so the one to talk on this <laughs> on, on the subject of opera. But it's become a real thing in classical music that yeah. it's being viewed as being um, white and white supremacist and needing mm. to be decolonized.
2: Yes, I mean it's 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 um it's crazy. I don't know. Music to me is the is 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 the is the one thing that doesn't have any shouldn't have any. Boundaries or 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 be obsessed with the color of people's skin or what they look like or what they it's the most it, It's the most universally Uplifting thing in the world and what's gonna happen as with all this rubbish is that the left is gonna just Throw away joy for people and that's what I really really hate I'd love to get these people to just by mm-hmm. the scruff of the neck and say just go and sit in a dark room you know, with uh, you know, with uh, Jesse Norman, you know, or you know, Maria Callas, or I mean, go and sit in a room and just and and take that. You're taking that away from people who 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 can enjoy
1: it. I wonder, I wonder whether you can when... even
0: actually have. Sorry, Anne.
1: Look, well, <laughs> I was going to say, I wonder you know, how soon before we start uh, condemning our ancestors, cavemen, yeah. uh, for being unkind to woolly mammoths. You know, just <laughs> how far back. Do you take things? And yeah. every age has its own ethos. Yeah. It is not the ethos we have now, but it's a mug's game to try and impose our standards mm. on people from the past. Yes. And, and yet now that is becoming, you know, absolutely the norm. What, yes. what do you think that this does
0: to art? Because I, I mm. wonder whether you, I don't think that you can actually have real art that is explicitly political i don't i think that you destroy no. artistic expression the sort of like humanity of it mm. by trying to to instrumentalize it for some yeah. kind of political
2: or, or art shouldn't have any any i mean when you're work i don't think art should have any um what's the words sort of parameters around it that's the whole point because as soon as you start putting parameters around it people mm. then work to those parameters there's and also, then you're... but
0: there's also this assumption in there that uh, with it we like with the case of the english touring opera, obviously mm. the reason why they want to have a more... And they when they say diverse, they actually just mean physically, which I think is kind of brutal. Which is
2: I absurd. Mean, I mean, can you diverse? play the instrument you're in? But the, like you're, but you're the in. implication that
0: of that? that is that they think that when touring, that audiences will only associate with them or enjoy the music if they see people who look like them oh, and it's the same oh, assumption that you get with literature yes. it's so it is patronizing it's
1: so patronizing it's yes. assuming that those people can't appreciate music Yes, well, exactly. it's the same
0: as the, the you know the idea that you can't like shakespeare if you're not a white man because you're yeah and actually another this is a, again this week um the university of exeter there is a rebellion brewing amongst the academics mm. there because they've been given guidance to, um, to, to use what they refer to as grey literature, um, mm. with, it, tweets and blogs basically instead of archives because apparently oh. the archives are biased and the quote from this guidance says that archives are not neutral. So again, it's this assumption that you, you ha- that people can't, <laughs> yeah. people can't appreciate art or relate to it mm. if they are not represented in the identity category of the person creating that
2: yeah. art. But That's that is just nice, right. And it's mm. actually quite literally mm. divisive. Yeah. All my, actually, all my favourite, even though I love opera and I did train in it many years ago, all my favourite singers are all, uh, uh, are all black. I mean, Ray Charles, uh, Ruth Franklin, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, Chuck Berry, all the, my favourite musicians are all black. Guess mm-hmm. what, everyone? Okay. You know no one's going to take Billie yeah. Holiday away. Is, from that gonna me. Take, <laughs> is that going to be taken? Is that going to be taken away from me? Because of, no, it's, it's just absurd. No, music should cross cross all boundaries, all faiths, all music genders, all colours. Yeah, music exactly. No, no, yes. no, I mean, and actually,
1: that's the that's yeah, the, yeah, music and literature. That's the great level art world. And but yes. that's
0: why the humanity of it is so, like Shakespeare and the universals that mm. everyone can relate to it because it's real, because it's human, yeah. because we aren't our skin colours and our eye no. colours or our height or our gender or this is very this is, really, this
2: is superficial. This it's like what's beyond yes. so skin. just
0: just before oh, um, have to say that. we run to an end, this has gone very quickly. Run to <laughs> an end. Quick. <Run> <laughs> <an end.
2: laughs> Open the Quick. doors. Grease um, the doors. I'm coming through.
0: <laughs> um, Shemima Begum Shamima oh. Begum, um, has done another interview, another wonderfully framed PR exercise to yeah. try and come back to the United Kingdom. Yeah. What do you think?
2: <laughs> I think she I should think... she should change her name to E, her first name to E, and then move to Yorkshire.
1: <laughs> e Bagum. E Begum.
2: <laughs> e Begum love. All right. How we man. How we we're, ma- <laughs> <Look, I,
1: laughs>
2: we're mixing I... our, our accents
1: up. <laughs> I asked myself this. you know, At the time that she went out to join the jihadists, yeah. they were beheading people. They were crucifying people. They were sacking historic sites. They mm. were behaving like a complete horde of barbarians. Now, you know, she says she was only 15. At 15, and considerably younger than that, I knew it was wrong to run about the place beheading and crucifying people. Didn't funny, she? Funny it wasn't that, a um, gap
0: year, was it? Yeah, exactly. It was like, not just your normal going off the rails.
2: I once smuggled a bottle of... Jack Daniels into school, <gasps> you know, it's terrible. But I, but I never joined ISIS. I never joined a terrorist organization. Eight fifteen.
0: I I mean I I completely agree with you, Anne, because I you know she chose to travel after all of the beheadings. Yeah. Of James Foley, yeah. Alan Henning. Oh. Mm. She would have seen all of that. There's no yeah. way that she would have been unaware of it, yeah. regardless of what she was being fed by. You know, Islamic State recruiters, mm. whatever. She would have been aware of that. at mm. Fifteen. I mean, you, you know, that's not. And living in yeah. a country in which there's but, free news,
1: and she could get it all. But regardless, regardless yeah, exactly. I think the whole yeah.
0: the whole debate around it so often just gets taken off on a red herring because the the reason for taking her citizenship away from her, she still does have Bangladeshi Bangladeshi citizenship legally. No, she's not stated. But the, but the reason for doing that was a national security decision. Mm. If she's brought back here, she won't see justice because it's so difficult to get. Um, they, people will say well you need to you know try her by our own laws and in our own courts but mm. it's not possible to do that it's the chances of her seeing justice here are very small yes what would happen would be she would go back into the community she might be on some kind of um, community service um, <laughs> oh, God. And, and, Monitoring. and ultimately <clears throat> would probably not Receive the sort of justice that you would expect from exactly. someone who has betrayed their country.
2: Yes, yes, it would be like a delayed. What's it called? A, d- a, d- a delayed sentence. You know, when they sort of yeah. they give you a sentence, but actually, then they change. Then they say well, suspended. Yeah, suspended. Exactly. That's the, that's what it thanks. Um, yeah, and when she was interviewed, I noticed she was wearing a Nike was it a Nike uh, be- baseball cap and uh, looked very West. I, and I just thought, yeah, and I just thought, no bonnet, yeah. well, I just she thought like one
0: of the Cardassians. She did.
2: It's like hi. <laughs> I don't know if you remember me, but I used to be into beheading and um you know she stoning women to death
0: she does she still seems to not really grasp the seriousness of having gone to join Isis as if that was yeah. not it's still even in that interview it still seemed that she doesn't really understand that that because even if she even if she was just a housewife she still went to take part in the state building enterprise mm. of a of a terrorist proto state that committed genocide it's no small thing yes
2: exactly it's, um, if, if, yeah, we, so very... we've got a comment
0: here from Paula from Mile End who says, and I think this is a really, really interesting point, um, she says people forget that she actually renounced her citizenship, no home to come back to. Now, I think most people would agree with Paula that I think is implicit in this comment, which mm. is that citizenship is not just a legal thing, it's a loyalty if you if this is your home you mm. don't go and join a terrorist group that fights against your country so yeah. i think many people would think well citizenship is something that is is far more than just the the letter it's of the law
2: it's exactly. about belonging
1: exactly and that yeah.
0: she by going and joining this group has renounced her citizenship in the most basic so actually,
1: sense Actually, it's called treason
0: that's what yeah. it's called if we it's had treason yeah. laws then
2: we yeah. could bring her
1: back Reason. and try her recording to them, but yeah. we don't.
2: <laughs> we don't have treason laws anymore. Why is that, Anne?
1: Do we Do we know why we gave them up? Yeah, the EU.
2: Oh, God. Back to them. And
0: on that <laughs> note, <laughs> thank you for joining us. Please um, like and subscribe if you feel that way inclined. And um, please join us next time. Thanks very much.
2: I love our laughter. We-